The following presentation is brought to you by the Realm Network. You know, you know, Scott, I'm trying to lay low. We have a very special yeah. guest on this show, Justin mm -hmm. Labar from Cheshire Reality. Bro, what's the first thing you do when you introduce yourself? What was the first thing you did, Scott? I said, I usually say, what is up, Owl? No, name. Scott, you're scratching your armpit like, a, like an ape. Like some kind of a, a zoo animal. What did I tell you about scratching yourself on the oh. show? Oh, oh yeah. So, sorry. Apologize to Mr. Labar. Sorry for scratching myself. Okay. All right. Go ahead, Sarah. I'm sorry. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna lay back now. Go ahead, Sarah. Okay. So Justin Labar is a WWE analyst. Analyst. Analyst for um, the Pittsburgh Tribune, and he's also. Um, he has his own podcast. Justin, why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Because I messaged you yesterday, and you told me that you wanted to kind of talk about how you got started, and you wanted to talk about wrestling a little bit. So why don't you tell me how you got started? Look, I'll be honest. I'll talk about whatever you want to talk about. I was just happy that you were uh, sending me a message. I didn't know what I was getting into. We don't gotta, I don't even got to talk about wrestling once. Well, it, Justin, can... Justin, don't – Justin, be careful. Listen. Be careful about what you say around Scott Casey Gale because he'll talk about Brooke Tessmacher for the next <laughs> 30 minutes. So don't say, like, I'll talk about, like, whatever you want. You, you might have to set the agenda. No, no, no. Let me be clear. I'll talk about whatever Sarah wants. Oh, no, you didn't. All right, not, not the beast. Not the beast. Because, see, Scott, because you were scratching yourself. That, that's why, bro. Uh-huh. Correct. All right, all right, Scott. Listen, you said you're familiar. Listen, this is the great Justin Labar, yes. who does a great job with Chair Shot Reality, the Pittsburgh Tribune. I was I was on set with Justin. Uh, I spent time with Justin at last year's WrestleMania. They have a top-notch organization in Pittsburgh. Very, very impressed with the facilities and mm -hmm. his staff. So now uh, you told me, Scott, you're a big fan. You read all of Justin's stuff. So yeah, go ahead question. and ask him the first question. How did you get um, attached to that website? Uh, it was kind of a little bit of a luck in the draw. I was just finishing college, and I was familiar with WrestleZone, and I was slowly trying to dabble in the <clears throat> wrestling business. I got to shadow some WWE production people I was in college and just – Trying to network as as wrestling can be, it's a very incestuous small business, and it just so happened that WrestleZone and the company that owns them wanted to get into having their own video program, and I was coming out of college with a TV degree and scribbled some ideas on a cocktail napkin, and six years later, here we are. 
Awesome. If you weren't involved with wrestling, what would you be doing? Uh, if I wasn't involved in wrestling, it would be probably what I kind of was working with in college, which would have been doing mainstream sports. I did a lot of play-by-play for basketball and baseball, so I probably would have pursued, uh, you know, work. Pr- probably trying to get into an organization or a media company somewhere to where I could have just covered games and done some sports anchoring and stuff like that. I mean, I I'm terrible at math and. I, I don't understand science, so like I had like the talking and communicating was pretty much the only thing I was going to be able to find a way to pay a bill in this life. How did you like get started with this? <clears throat> well, like I said, just it got it kind of luck of the draw doing the video show, doing chair shot with WrestleZone, and then things just kind of expanded. Um, you know, I got an opportunity to to write for Bleacher Report for a couple of years and be one of their lead writers, and they've you know they've since been bought by Turner and and, and kind of started to explode. That was kind of my signal I needed to leave because I didn't. Like the way Turner was doing things. Um, Did you say my, that you wrote police reports? Bleacher Bleacher Report. Oh, okay. Yeah, sporting website Bleacher Report, and uh, did their wrestling stuff, and um, did that, and just started getting other opportunities. And I wanted to get involved in indie wrestling because I felt, you know, everybody has opinion about wrestling, and a lot of people, you know, I didn't want to get meshed into the typical internet thing to where like I say this sucks or that sucks, but I don't have any prior experience, so I went and made a point to try to get involved in any wrestling, trying to learn match psychology, learn from these guys, even learn to take a few bumps, and that kind of grew into getting to do some bad guy managing and getting paid to be an ass, which I thought was fun. So, just, you know, just trying to do as much as I can. Do you do your own wrestling, too? Well, I manage... Yeah, I do some managing uh, on the independent scene, uh, particularly a company that's based here in Pittsburgh. It's been one of the longest-running indies. Uh, it's been around for over 15 years. So I work for them. I've done. I'll do some shows <clears throat> in Georgia and different places in the country where I have connections, just for fun. I mean, I don't. You know, it's not like you get rich off of it. Just a. It's more or less the network. I mean, I've got to meet a lot of guys and got to build a relationship with them through that way because they at least, uh, I, I I hope at least they at least see some respect to me for trying to, you know, uh, understand what 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 it is rather than just sitting on a couch and saying, well, that guy doesn't know how to wrestle when you know. What do you, what is what does the next person know about you know what it means to wrestle or what it means to entertain? Who's your favorite wrestler? Well, Sarah, let's Scott jump in here. <laughs> I, I thought we're supposed to go back and forth. You go, Scott goes. You, that, wait, Sarah, didn't did did I not teach you that like four weeks ago? Yeah. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Get Scott Casey Gale, and make this a good question. Don't <laughs> ask him for the third time how he got into this, Scott. Go okay. ahead, go ahead, Scott. Um, have you ever covered um, Lucha Underground at all? Like done a review on, on that or report on that? With Lucha Underground? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I went out. Um, I, I went out there to their uh, season two finale back in uh, early February, hmm. and spent a couple days out there with them. And I, I love. I mean, I, 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 I think Lucha Underground is fantastic. I mean, yeah. I, I couldn't. <clears throat> I couldn't sing enough praises to people and say. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of that. I'm addicted. I'm addicted to that. Yeah. You know, it's great. It's it, it's they've. It, it was so refreshing to go to their show because, you know, for me, I've been spoiled and, and you know, I have hundreds of live wrestling shows and, and, and all this stuff. It was the most, I felt like a kid again. I felt like I was watching something so fresh and it was great the fact that I didn't speak Spanish. I didn't understand a lot of what was being said, but I was relying on body language and just a bare basics mm-hmm. communication. I, I can't say enough about Lucha Underground. I, I just, I hope that they continue to find distribution to get eyes on them because uh, it deserves to be seen and it deserves to... You know, the high-quality production of how they do the vignettes. It's just, you know, rather than the Sunday, 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 man with the stick mic type of thing. I, I 
can't say enough about Lucha. Justin, what a uh, what a phenomenal facility they have there, huh? I mean, it, it does it really, bro. Like when I went down there, it's like I don't know if the television really does it justice. What a great, great facility, bro. If that show were in a different kind of venue, I don't think it would have the same feel. I agree, and you tell me if you agree with this because of Lucha Underground. Uh, I remember, you know, normally when you see things on television and then you go to where it's filmed in person. A common thing is, oh, it's not as big as I thought. You know, it, it's everything smaller in person. But it's, I thought it was reverse. I walked into that, into the temple, and I goes, oh my god, I didn't know all of this was here, and it was this much space, and some space they're not even using. Yes, no, exactly, bro. And the the thing that, and and you know, Justin, as a television guy, and as a guy that you know, you've gone to many, 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 many WWE events. The one thing that jumped out at me, and I'm sure it did you as well. It's run like a television show. It's not run like a wrestling show. And, bro, literally, I was there 15 minutes, and I saw that, and I got it, and I understood, and I think that's why I enjoyed it so much. Absolutely. Yeah, when you, when you have, you know, when, you have, when they're so vigilant about, you know, don't, don't get out of your seat, and, and even, even the resetting, you know, five, ten minutes in between matches to reset the shots and clean the mat and make sure everything looks... Uh, as com- as fresh as it can be for a, a great one take. Uh, yeah, you're absolutely right. It's totally ran, um, you know, like a like a, a a Hollywood drama rather than you know a a, a sporting event. Now, Justin, while you were down there, did Evelise uh, ask about me at any point? <laughs> I believe she. I believe she. I believe she said to me, "I I I think I've heard of you working with that uh, that that, that uh, sexy Vince Russo fellow." Thank you. Okay. All right, Sarah, go ahead. It's your turn, Sarah. Go ahead. And don't ask him how we got started in this. We've already covered that twice. Go ahead, Sarah. Go ahead. <laughs> so back to my other question. So who's your favorite wrestler and who's your favorite interview so far? Besides you, Justin, besides yourself, who's your favorite wrestler? Uh, besides myself? Oh, that's tough. I don't know. Um... Let me tell you, because I know you're good friends with him, and if you don't put him over, it, 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 you're probably going to get heat. So I'm going to save you the heat. You got a pretty good relationship with Mr. Matt Hardy there, don't you? He was, he was running through my head for a second. I was going to say, just kind of go off. I mean, I, I'll say this. Uh, Matt Hardy deserves all the praise for the, this is a guy that's been able to, like, you know, d- d- does not need any machine. He's managed to just completely, you know, make, make being a wrestling free agent look you know, look look great and be profitable. I don't know. I, I will say we'll say Matt Hardy. I, I'll say all time. I'm a huge Jake the Snake guy. I just Jake think the brilliance of Jake the Snake. Have you interviewed Matt Hardy? Interviewed Matt? No, uh, yes. I just said they were good friends, Sarah. But that doesn't mean he interviewed him. That's actually a good point. I, I've 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 interviewed him. I've taken uh, been beat up by him in the ring. Uh, Pretty much, pretty much a little bit of everything. Justin, you want to know? I, I, I listen. I, I love Matt. Uh, unfortunately, Justin, like you know, I, I got to work with Matt. Just a lot of people don't know this, and this is the god honest truth. I, I, I normally don't like to put myself over, but I had to beg Vince McMahon to give the Hardy Boys like their first contract because, really? like, Vince wasn't seeing it. Wasn't seeing it. This is like '96, bro, and I'm like, bro. You got to give these guys a cut. These guys are like absolutely phenomenal. I um I I've always thought very highly of Matt. Unfortunately, um Justin and like I'm sure Matt would tell you this. When I work with him at TNA, he wasn't in a good place. Right. You know, and, and he'll tell you that. But I got to tell you where I earned a new respect for him. Like and, and uh, uh, just a newfound respect, bro. I think Matt Hardy 
promotes TNA more than anybody in that entire company combined. Bro, he is such a TNA guy. He's always out there putting it over, promoting the show, staying in character. And I got to tell you, bro, like that's not common with wrestlers. You know, usually with wrestlers, uh, Justin, I don't need to tell you. They put themselves over. That's what the business is. Matt Hardy is so constantly putting over TNA. He he earned so much respect from me because a lot of guys don't do that. And not to mention, you're right, he, he, he promotes TNA and represents that brand better than anybody else, and he's the one guy that's actually getting paid. And I don't just mean the number, the, the amount of money he's getting paid, he's actually getting his paycheck on time. Like, I mean, he still is taking the time out. He could just take his money and, yeah. and, and go home. Yeah. But yeah, he, that, you're right, he takes extra time to promote him. And that says a lot for him. Go ahead, Scott. Do you have a question? It's another Luciano question. What do you think of Mantanza, the, the, the world champion there? The, the you know, little, I, I don't get to see every episode, but the little I mean I saw him live. Uh, uh, I can't say what I saw. I'm not supposed to for the you know, but um, yeah. Before I seen him, I'm uh, you know big guy. I like the backstory. I like. I mean I'm 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 a huge fan of the Dario Cueto character, and I like the fact that the underground has. You know, I like the fact that they actually went out and hired an actual actor who knows how to deliver lines and and, and is not real smart enough into wrestling, but you know he has. A, I I think that's great, and I like you know having a Having uh, you know him having a family member that, that that he can represent as a wrestler, I'm 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 cool with that kind of stuff. Let me ask you something, Justin. Uh, did you get the lick of death uh, from Katrina while you I, were there? I I I, I, I tried to uh, yeah, position wow. myself for such, and she wouldn't. She wasn't. Oh, just, uh, yeah, not one to put myself over, but uh, she licked me. Uh, no. I'm yeah, really? I'm just saying. Yeah, uh, Sarah, what's now? What Man. what other question do you have for Mr. Labar? Oh boy! If you could have sex with any wrestler. Oh, now see, sir, now we're talking. This, this is, this is like what, this is what Scott, Scott, is this what you come to the show for? Have yeah. I ever, or would I ever? No, would you have? Now, now, listen, let me say this, Justin, so we don't get you in any trouble. Justin is happily married. I saw his beautiful wife. Justin just had a beautiful child. So, Justin, this is totally uh, um, hypothetical. We don't want to get you in trouble with the misses. What Sarah asked was, if you could have sex with any wrestler, who would you choose? Pick me. I'm begging you, pick me. Please pick me. <laughs> well, we'll just take Matt Hardy off the table. Yeah, take um, him off the table. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who? You know, I'm, I gotta say, I'm a. I'm, I'm a. I'm, I'd have to go. Not, not only, not only. I'd have to go with Eva Marie. I'm gonna go with Eva Marie. Very good. That's a nice choice, Justin, because we all know everybody hates uh, – bro, right. because, because everybody hates Eva Marie, I've, um, I've appointed myself president of her fan club because everybody uh, – that's a very nice choice. Scott, what do you think about that choice? That's interesting. That's very, very interesting. Now, who, Scott, who, 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 who would you pick, who, Scott? Yeah, who would you have sex with, Scott? Any, any women in wrestling, who would you have Of course, of course. I, 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 Scott, Tessmark. what's with you and Brooke, like – She's, she's my dream girl. So into her. This is dream girl. Hold on a minute. This is Hi, Sarah. Now, if you could, if you could uh, have a lovemaking uh, session with any female in wrestling, who would it be, Sarah? I'd have to think about that. Oh, come on, Sarah. You, 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 you put. Many wrestlers. Well, you got to know some female wrestlers. The fabulous uh, Moolah. 
Brooke. <laughs> you don't. Do you know who Brooke is? <laughs> I've seen her photos. Hey, Scott, listen to yeah. me. Scott, can you imagine a lovemaking session between Brooke Tesmaka and Sarah Rusi? What would you do yeah. if you what would you do if you were the third person in the room, Scott? I I I'd faint. And I I, yeah. I, I wasn't uh, I, I I asked to join in. Oh, oh okay. All right. Well, well, Wait, why Brooke though? Why is she your favorite? Uh, she, she I I just I like her personality and stuff and she's just always her been personality. Like, yeah, Justin, I introduced Brooke to uh to Scott at the at the WrestleCon game. She kissed him. Oh boy. Yeah, he never he hasn't washed his face in a month over there. M must have been a lot of personality in that kiss. Hey Justin, I want to ask you a question because I saw the tweet yesterday, but like I didn't I didn't um I didn't investigate it. Um, what was the tweet about you had to defend uh, Vince Russo? Not defend, but something about Vince Russo and Sami Zayn. You had to write something. What what, what, what was that about? Because I, I didn't read it, but I was just curious what that was. I didn't know what you meant by that. No, it was a three-minute three video open to my radio show uh, which, on Tuesday, which people can check out uh, on Triple Live Radio. You can download the app or go to the website and download the podcast off iTunes. But it was the open to my, to my radio show, and, all, and basically what it was was I was asking questions like saying, look, Sami Zayn, this guy, you know, he can do everything in the ring, awesome. But I was like asking questions, like, what exactly, like, what's his character? Who is he? I know he skips around, and I know I can sing along with his, oh, 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 oh. I mean, I know I can do all that. That's fun. Yes, it's fun. But like, like, what is he? Who is he? And I was asking these questions, and then I was giving my response to the responses that the Sami Zayn fan club gives me like, well, he's an underdog. And I'm like, well, that's more of a characteristic, not really a character. But, okay, why is he an underdog? He's supposed to be the most incredible wrestler around the world, and he's amazed on all these different continents. What makes him an underdog? He's not He's not that small. He, he was actually maybe an inch taller than Rusev. I mean, he's probably middle of the pack. So I just didn't understand what he was, and I got to you towards the end of my, my opening rant because I said, I said I might not be as bluntly harsh as, as Vince can be calling him a taxi cab driver. I said, but when I go to the WWE shop and the only piece of merch they have for Sami Zayn is a <laughs> sketch of him skipping and it says, let's go, I'm like, well, that kind of makes me think transportation expert. You know, it's just... It's just I don't know. I, I don't. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't get it. I don't get it, Justin. I get in all kinds of trouble when I state the obvious. The guy comes out wearing a taxi hat. He's got white and black checkers on his. Taxi. On his, what am I supposed to think? He's a butcher. He's a freaking taxi cab driver for crying out loud. Scott, what do you think about Sami Zayn? Um, he, he kind of does look like a taxi cab driver. He does, doesn't he, Scott? Or a chauffeur. A chauffeur. Yeah, one second, I just gotta plug my phone in. Because it's dying. Sarah, this is a professional show. <laughs> now, now, go ahead, plug it in. Now, Justin, in the middle of you doing uh, your chair shot reality shows, I love your show. I love the crew. Uh, ha have you ever, in the middle of production, say, "Everybody, wait! I got to plug in my phone, or else this whole show is going to die." Have Have you ever done that at any time? No, we, we've had a few funny incidents, but never that. <laughs> That's never Justin, been. Justin, I gotta, I gotta ask you this because I know, bro. When when I was down there, Justin, Justin, how long was that? About a year and a half ago, maybe. Yeah, it was November of 2014, I think. Yeah, I know you had the hotties. Yeah. At that point, and I'm not talking about the guys. I'm talking about the girls, because you have very attractive guys on the show, and and I've said that to you. Yeah. You know, Josh. You know. I'm, you know, people have accused me of having a man thing for Josh, and I'm not, I'm not going to argue that. Let's leave it at that. 
but I know, I know, Justin, that the, the hot toddies have kind of been coming in and out. Do you have hot chicks on your show now? At the moment, no, we don't. Are, are, are you looking for any? Well, no, we're all, we're always looking. Um, no, we're always looking. No, I mean, Miss Caroline, she has advanced on, and she is uh, doing big things, uh, working at a news station, and she she'll be, you know, she'll be on national news before we know it. I mean, it's, she's doing her thing, but, you know. But yeah, we're always looking for. We're always keeping an eye out for uh, for ladies. We had for a short time. We had a, a, a Britt Baker. Uh, a good friend of mine is also uh, a young indie wrestler. She's been wrestling for about a year, and she's really taken off. And uh, yeah, I remember you telling me about her, but but she's exited since. Well, it's not really exited. I mean, her and I still have a great relationship. We still talk a lot. We still do a lot with indie wrestling. It kind of became tough because while she is also while she's training, she's also getting her graduate degree at Pitt Dental School. So she's looking to you know, and she and she's done some WWE uh, tryout stuff. So, I mean, she's looking to be. You know, she. I mean, she's young, got plenty of time. She could be in WWE and she could have a graduate degree, which you know they love touting that kind of stuff. So she's just real busy. So it just kind of became hard for her to, yeah. you know, commit to the show every week because her schedule is kind of everywhere. So uh, she's still part of the CSR family, but unfortunately, you can't see her uh, on camera. Hey, Justin, I've never asked you this before, uh, and I want to talk a little bit about this with you. Um, bro, what exactly? I know you work for the Pittsburgh Tribune, which is a huge, huge newspaper. What exactly do you cover for them? Do you have a beat? Do you have a team? Or are you the jack of all trades? <sighs> little jack of all trades. I was hired, actually, fun fact. I was hired to do um, sports video for the web. I was hired to kind of produce, edit, even host, just kind of a jack of all trades, one man band, help lead that. You know, as the newspapers are realizing, they got to go into video. But so my first assignment was actually a Super Bowl: Steelers versus Cardinals in Tampa, and that was February of '09. Uh, it was like a sink or swim kind of mission type of thing. And uh, and then eventually, and I did hockey and I did baseball, and then it kind of evolved when they realized I had you know pro wrestling. I kind of treated it like my mistress. I didn't want anybody at the trip to know about it. <laughs> and they eventually found out about it, and they like, well, you know, why don't you write a little bit for us? And you know, it started and it just took off into greats. So and now I'm pretty much. Pro wrestling, you know, with the columns and the radio show, which is all under their banner, you know, uh, that's like the main thing. And then I still kind of lead the general direction of where some of their web video with sports goes um, in terms of not even necessarily even editing or producing all of it, but just kind of overseeing and kind of being part of the conversations, you know. Hey, hey Justin, let me let me ask you this real quick. You know, I'm a big baseball guy. Actually, yeah. I was just watching, uh, you know, closely. Uh, you know, last couple of days, the uh, Pirates and the Rockies. And as a matter of fact, bro, believe it or not, they may be snowed out today because it's snowing here in Colorado. <laughs> but I got to tell you this, you know, Justin, like when it comes to the Pirates, bro, like I kind of feel, guys, you've had your shot. And, you know, two years in a row now, you know, the, the, you know one, in, one and done, bro, like you, you kind of had your shot. I kind of feel like, that opportunity has has come and gone. A lot of the other teams have gotten better. Forget about it with the freaking Cubs now. Nobody's going to be able to play ball. I, I know you're a big Pirates fan, but I mean, Justin, do you feel like that a little bit? Like, bro, they they had huge opportunities with great teams the last couple of years. Bro, you kind of had your shot, I think. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I didn't grow up here. I'm an Orioles fan. I'm a Cal Ripken guy and everything. But yeah, I mean, I I like watching the Pirates. But I'll say this. I kind of just, I mean, look, the Pirates had the greatest PR thing ever. They had 20 straight years of losing seasons, and now they get two winning seasons. Even even the even the fact they can't get past a wild card game, this fan base because they endured 20 years of That's losing, a great they're point. taking whatever they can get. 
Great point, bro. So, so you're still an Orioles guy at heart. Orioles guy at heart, and uh, yeah, Orioles bro, guy. Bro, Machado, I, I what a what a ball player this Machado, huh, bro? Yeah, Machado. Um, I mean, I, I'm a I'm a big fan of where that team has moved into with, with Machado and uh, um, uh, Adam Jones in the outfield. I'm a big big Adam Jones fan, and 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 why and. You know, watching, watching just how this team is just developing. It's, I mean, even bro, even, even little bit players like that, Jonathan Scope. I mean, just the guy, good, yeah, he's a, he's good. He bro, the guys, that guy can hit thirty homers. But Justin, let me ask you this: Be honest with me now. What did you think about that Chris Davis payday, bro? Justin, why don't you tell us a little bit about that? I I cringed because it's like I cringe. I felt too much too much risk. I, just too much too too much risk on on the on the world's end. I don't know, just not. Uh, I don't know. I'm 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 iffy on Chris. I mean, granted, I'm granted, I'm cheering like a girl when uh when when it, when he when yeah, he sells one, but then but then all the other all the other yeah. nonsense we've gotten with him, I don't know. Sarah, what did you think about the Chris Davis payday? What? What did you think about the big Chris Davis payday? Is that a wrestler? Uh, Scott, what did you think about the Chris Davis payday, Scott? I didn't see that. But I didn't see that. Oh. Okay, they didn't see it, Justin. Okay, Scott, one last question for the great Mr. Labar. Chair shot reality, wrestling zone. What? La good question, now, Scott. This is the this is the go home. What's what's your last question for Mr. Labar? Okay, um, if you were in charge of, like, if you were the head writer for WWE, what would you change about it? Good question. Uh, good, because now, now, Justin, I know that you know you. You know, you've you've had interest in doing that. You certainly know the business. Uh, if anybody should be given an opportunity, I would think it would be a professional writer. And you just happen to write for a little paper called the Pittsburgh Tribune. But that's a good question. Let's face it, Jason. Do you know a certain Jason? Do you know a certain Jason? Yes, Your Honor. He's a friend. You know him. There's a million things I change, but but Scott said one thing. What's if you went in there tomorrow? What would that one thing be? If I could do it with nobody stopping me, I would uh, immediately cut out the micromanaging of promos. I and mean, kind 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 of kind of let it let it grow organically. Yeah, I mean, look, it, it, I, I, if guys, if you have plenty of time. I mean, you know, you're on the road with these guys enough. I mean, there's time to get to know. Who you can trust, you know, who who you have to hold a hand on a little bit more, or and who you can let go. Uh, and I understand there's certain you know certain sound bites that need to be hit for this video package, and I understand there's certain things that can or can't be said because of this partnership we have over here. But these guys are professional; they're supposed to be at the top of their game, and, by, and for the most part, most of the people in that WWE roster, you know, they they're they're there and they deserve to be there. And it's like, what's the point of finding these people who are naturally gifted? Creative, charismatic people. What's the point of having charisma and and, and creative people if you're not going to let them exercise their tools? You know what I mean? It's like it's just that I, it just doesn't make any sense to me. So I the very first thing because it's it's the one thing that can make an immediate impact. There's other things, but it take time. But the one thing that if we could make an immediate impact and <clears throat> nobody could say no to me, and they said we're going to do whatever you ask first, it would be let's stop micromanaging. Well, you know, Justin, I gotta say this though. To be honest, I put part of that responsibility on the talent as well because I worked there. I, I, Vince McMahon told me Steve Austin is to never say a word. Steve knew Steve Steve Austin knew better than that, and he knew what he could deliver, and he knew what was inside, and he wasn't afraid to speak up. If he didn't, 
we perhaps never would have saw Stone Cold Steve Austin. So I understand, bro, there's, there's no place else to go work. I get all that. But, man, bro, at some point the talent's got to stick up for themselves and, you know, say, you know what, give me one opportunity. If I fail and fall flat on my face, it's all on me. Just give me one chance. That's yeah. my opinion anyway. No, and that's, I mean, obviously you're the most educated of the one here. I, that's, that's an interesting point. Um, so, I don't know. I just, I just <clears throat> the micromanaging, I just feel like yeah. is, uh, I don't know. Cause just, I mean, just working on an indie level, I mean, I know we're even near the, 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 the scale of what WWE is. I just watch at how, how detrimental it can be to some of these guys, even, even if they have to go out and trip and fall once. Right. And learn and learn how to you know I mean that's that's just like the way that goes back to when we're kids you know you, you put your hand on the stove you get burned well you won't do that again let them go out and trip and fall once uh, and and they'll learn a whole lot from that experience and I mean it's just you're not you know and I watch I love the fact that a lot of these guys on the Indies get to just you know yeah give them give them a, a bullet point they need to learn to hit times I mean God I, people on Indies just go on and on and on and on forever but for the most part let them just feel it out let yeah. them learn how to feed off an audience Scott have you ever put your hand on a hot stove. Um, no, I, I always wear a hot net. Okay, yeah, good. Very smart, Scott. Thank you. All right, so <laughs> one last question. One last question. If you could interview anyone who you haven't interviewed yet, and it could be a wrestler or a celebrity, who would it be? Good question, That's a good question. Very, very nice question. Uh, I'm going to go out of the wrestling wrestler. Yeah, it could be anybody, Justin. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think real quick here, not like install this. You know, I, I would have to say I'm... Did they have to be alive? Is that like the realistic question? Sarah, are you alive? What? Do does, they have the per does the person have to be alive? Um, no, they can they can be dead. Alive or dead, Justin? This is gonna seem weird, but I'm a huge. I, I would have loved to sit and talk to Ray Charles because really? I think this is like wow, a, interesting. Yeah, I'm 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 a huge I'm not, I won't say I'm a huge fan of the man because I mean he, he he you know he didn't necessarily lead the the greatest personal life, but I'm such a fan of uh, not only of his music but like I'm, I'm, I'm being blind and building your own multi I mean huge money. I mean huge empire uh, and be, I mean think about that. Being blind, if somebody if somebody hands you a payday, you don't even know how much money there is. Mm. You, you don't. How, how do you know that it's a twenty dollar bill or that it's or if it's a five? Well, you don't know. Like this guy, it's just, he's so amazing. If I could sit and have an hour and just pick his brain and talk to him and get inside him, I mean, this that dude was fascinating. I think. Well, now, now that that's very very interesting. But let me ask you this though, uh, Justin, if you say that, you know, and 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 obviously the blindness is a big part of that. Why wouldn't you say Stevie Wonder? I'm not as familiar with all of Stevie's uh, like his his life and history. From what I know about Ray Charles and the things I've read, and I, I did watch the movie, which you know had some accuracies, some inaccuracies, uh, where he came from, yeah. and, and battles that he endured, and and testing the boundaries with with the Jim Crow laws of where you can play. I just what I know about him. I'm not taking away from Stevie Wonder, but from what I know about Ray Charles uh, and his life, I mean, this is the guy. That, I don't know, just him personally to me is just fantastic. Sarah, do you know who Ray Charles is? Yes. Okay. Scott Casey Gale, do you know who Ray Charles oh, yeah. is? Who oh, is yeah. he? Who is he? He was a professional artist that sang a lot of great songs. As a matter of fact, there was a movie about him as well. Very nice. He was actually, he's actually all, he used to do, I think he used to do his commercials too. Scott, he also was the uh, he was actually the original choice they wanted for ring announcer for Lucha Underground, but uh, he didn't make the cut. He didn't make the cut. Uh, Scott, do you want to do your paper bag thing for Mr. Labar? Because that's the highlight of the show. Do you want to, do you have anything to do? Go oh. get yeah. Uh, yeah. 
Go yeah. get the bit. You, you know, J Justin, I've been doing this with Scott for a year. You think at some point he'd bring the paper bag with him rather than have to... But this is a very... It's uh, part of the shtick. He yeah, builds anticipation. Sarah, we're not seeing any of your top right now, just so you know. Oh. I just wanted to tell you that. All right, Scott, go ahead. What do you got for Mr. It's LeBron? WWE, um, not letting, um, putting an end to people on sharing the WWE Network. Oh, good. Okay, very nice. Go ahead. WWE, if you do that, I'm, I'm going to... Like beat that living shit out of you, out of you guys. I'm gonna take a. How can you do that? Why would you do that? I mean, I like sharing my network with people. Now I wasn't just saying we can't do this. If you do that, WWE, if you do change it, I'm gonna shove a firecracker so far up your ass, nice. as you'll be shitting sparkles for the rest of your life. So bitch, like man, you you better fix it or else I'm gonna take over the WWE. Now, Scott, did you say you'd shove a firecracker up their ass and they'd be shitting sparklers? Is that what you said? Yes. Very nice. Very, very poor. I got to tell you something, Justin. I just read that today, and I think I read it on, on WrestleZone. And let me plug you again. Chair Shot Reality, which I love. I'm a fan of. Wrestling Zone. Bro, I, I, I'll be honest with you. I go to Wrestling Zone mainly for my news because they have pictures. Nobody else has pictures. Too much writing. But let me ask you this, Justin. Bro, it is going to kill me. To pay ten bucks a month for the WWE Network, because we do the Attitude Era show, bro. So I gotta watch the shows every week. It's gonna kill me to pay ten bucks for Vince, that show. Vince, it's a tax write-off. That's true, bro. That's true. Unless, bro, maybe I try to contact somebody there, see if they'll at least throw me the WWE Network free, free for the month. What do you think? About actually, that? no. You actually can make. I don't. I don't know. Who, I mean, I know you keep in touch with some people there. I. They give, they offer to, to most people in the company, like even the talent, they they give like a free subscription to it. I'm sure if you just, just somebody will throw you a free subscription. It's nine ninety nine. Vince won't miss it. That that would be an interesting call. Me me calling them and trying to get a free subscription. You should do it on the air. Yeah, I, I was thinking about that today. As soon as I read the story, that's the first thing I was thinking of. Uh, how's that? Let me ask you something uh, uh, too, um, Justin. I know you're good friends with Titus. How's yeah. Titus doing these days? He's back now, right? Yeah, um, he's good, man. You know, I, I just to sum it up with him. Even when even when the incident went down, he he's such a positive person that has so much else in life, and like he enjoys wrestling, but it's not his life. He's not going to do it forever. Yeah, um, he's doing good. He he's, he kept. I know he kept real busy over the suspension, doing a lot of um, different charitable events and all kinds of things. He was all over the place. Um, so yeah, he's doing fine. Uh, I you know I don't I, I don't know what the future's going to hold for him, but he's 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 happy. He, he's in, I've not heard him in bad spirits. Uh, he said it's all part of all part of the plan of the world. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Sarah, what did you think about the Titus uh, suspension? <laughs> I don't follow wrestling. Okay, Scott, what did you think about the Titus suspension? <laughs> I thought it was ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yeah. Okay, I agree with you, Scott. All right, listen, Scott Casey, Gale, Sarah Rusi, do you want to thank? The great. For, for, let's thank Justin. We'll let Justin go. Then I'll let you guys do all your plugs. But go ahead, Scott. Do you want to uh, thank the great Mr. Justin Labar? Thank you for coming to the show. It was an honor to have you, and um, I'm glad I got to ask the questions that I wanted to ask. Thank you, Scott. Okay, Without so you, I don't have a show. Yeah, there you go, Sarah. Thank you. Uh, where can we find you? Uh, Twitter's the best place. It's, I mean, Twitter and Twitter follows is like currency today. Uh, at Justin the Bar, you can find me on there. Um, but yeah, as, as Vince said, uh, Chair Shot Reality, the video podcast. You could go on WrestleZone or you go to our YouTube channel. It's a little more friendly for your smartphone devices. Uh, but my Twitter's the best thing. That has the video podcast, my audio with the trib, my columns with the trib. Friday's column, I'm doing a review 
of the very first episode of the new Camp WWE show that's coming out on Sunday, the adult animated uh, show. Oh, uh, do you know, Justin? Let me tell you a little something about this, and I'm sure you know this if you're reviewing it. I just Disco just told me this uh, uh, two days ago. Bro, do you know that when I was at WCW, the vice president of marketing that I was very, very good friends with, Aaron Blittenstein. Yeah. Blit yeah. Blitstein. Yeah, he's the executive producer of that show. Yep. He and I were actually, yeah, he just, uh, he, he was uh, on Twitter yesterday. With, and yeah, him and Seth Green and um, Seth, Seth Green's studio that's, that's doing the whole thing. And yeah. I got to see it behind the scenes, too. It's pretty fascinating. I mean, they, because, and Vince, you might share this wonder with me. When I, when I heard this was happening, and then I heard that Vince... Was such, the, the Mr. McMahon character was such a huge part of the show, and it was him voicing it. I was like, man, how did they nail him down to do that much voice work? And then I, I got to see this, this behind-the-scenes thing they sent me, and they actually had Vince in, a, in a, probably a sound booth in Stanford, and they had him on Skype, Skyping over to Seth Green and Aaron and all these guys in like a boardroom probably in L.A., and they were coaching him and answering his questions, and they really handed out a lot of content. And uh, So I, I wrote a review about it. People can check it out tomorrow. Uh, you can just go to triblive.com slash sports slash pro wrestling, my whole pro wrestling page there, and uh, I kind of give you a little insight to, uh, to, yeah, to that, the advantages. I'm definitely going to read that. That sounds interesting. But, Justin, I still – I got to tell you, Skype or no Skype. I mean, I'm sure that takes a lot of his time. I don't I don't get – bro, even when, when – I'll never forget the Beatles – when they did their cartoon in 1966, <laughs> and even Yellow Submarine, that wasn't the Beatles. They didn't have the time to sit there and do yeah. voice work. I can't imagine Vince McMahon has that kind of time. Well, I don't know. I mean, I only got to see the first episode, and I don't know how many episodes they've produced, but, I mean, he easily I, – I, I, I didn't keep track, but I can just tell you, he easily had the most dialogue of anybody. Yeah, I'd love to see them give uh, my, my good old friend Jason Sensation a job doing some voices for that show. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's, and that's a good call because, uh, again, if you, and I kind of touch on this. In the show, most of the WWE superstars, the characters, it's them as kids. So they've hired actors to, to do their voices as kids. But you're right. I, I mean, Jason just such Jason a would be great. He'd be unbelievable. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, Justin, thank you so much for joining us. Justin Labar. Chair Shot Reality, you can find that on WrestleZone. Also, Pittsburgh Tribune. Thanks for joining us so much today, Justin. Thank you, Vince. Good to talk to you. Scott, nice to meet you. And Sarah, you look beautiful as always. Thank you. All right, thanks a lot. All right, Scott Casey Gale, you want to give us your uh, you want to give us your plugs now, bro? Yes. Shout out to you, Vince Russo. Shout out to um, the Beauty and the Beast show. Shout out to Phoebe Sam One Seven. Shout out to um. My channel, World Fair Number One, the Worldwide Nation Western Shooters. Um, shout out to um, Wade and Smithers. Um, shout out to um, Dr. Pepper. I'm a huge fan of that now. I did a review on that. And shout out to my mom and dad and uh, my sister and, the, the, and brother in law and my niece and nephew. And um, shout out to my sister's dog. And Tuesday's going to be my birthday. I'm going to be turning 37. Just no know. way. Tuesday, Scott? Tuesday, May 3rd. Happy birthday, Scott. Thank 30 you. Se 37, you said? Happy yeah, birthday. Thank wow. you. Hey, Scott, you know that little piece you did on Dr. Pepper? Yeah. Can can we put that up on our website so people yes. can see it? We can. I got your permission? Yes, you, you saw uh, the video. I love it. I love it. Scott, you're yeah. a genius. You're yeah, a genius, Scott. Up, yeah. All right, thank you. Sarah, who do you want to plug today? Follow me on Twitter, Sarah Rusey. That's it, Sarah. I have no shout outs. Okay, Sarah, are we? Do we have some ideas for guests of next week? Are we kicking anything around yet? 
ideas. All right. Okay. You've been delivering, Sarah. You've been doing a very nice job. I'm very proud of you. Thank you. All right. Well, there you go, everybody. Another edition of Beauty and the Beast with Scott, uh, just Scott, Justin Labar. Uh, Scott, Sarah, thank you so much for joining us with your show. Do you guys know, by the way, uh, last week you broke all kinds of attendance records, Sarah, even though you made um, Jeff take down the show briefly because you didn't like the farting noises, which I thought was quite funny, but you didn't like it, Sarah. I think you need to have a little bit of a sense no, of humor. No, like, he, like, put in, like, a sound effect and, like, it made, it made me look bad. No, Sarah, it, you're being oversensitive. It was funny. Nobody thought you farted. It was funny. Scott, did you think Sarah know, it farted? Sounded real. No. It sounded real. It was funny. But anyway, regardless of that, because Sarah, what happened was, since he had to pull it down, we lost all those views, and then when we put it back up. But if we add the two views together... It's like 2,000. It's like 2,000. What about that, Sarah, to show growing? <laughs> That's good. It's because I did most of the talking, I think. Oh, my God. I'll take credit for that. <laughs> Scott, what do you, Scott, what do you have to say about that? Anything? Um, most, most of the talking. Yeah. I mean, Scott, you want to cut a promo on Sarah about that? I, I, I'm good. Okay. All right. I'm listen, excited. Sarah... Scott, thanks for joining us. We'll see everybody right back here next week on Beauty and the Beast. Beat that living shit out of you, out of you guys.